Welcome, Marks, to Conspiracies and Beyond. That I thought I was here to talk about something that is a negative stain on society. What is it? Cancel culture. Well, that's that's a bold statement, Jedi. So, do you, do you support that? You believe that it's a blight on our society? Yes, I do. Why do you think that? A person's job, a person's media presence, a person's you know family, their collateral damage. I mean, you know, you're taking away people's livelihood here with the extreme cancel culture. What do you think? And, and like they, they take the health insurance away. People don't think of that when the mob goes for people. And I think all four of us, us three and Joe, are kind of against cancel culture. Well, to to to, to keep it uh, non-biased, I want to see all sides of it. Right? <laughs> If you look at it in some ways, Jedi, it's held some people accountable, hasn't it? I mean, there are definitely uh, instances, right, where you look at somebody and like, wow, he really is a shitbag. That's true. But then it's to a far enough extreme. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you're going to go back to when I'm five years old because I stepped on a bug and you're going to say I'm a bad person because of that. I mean, Did you do that, Jedi? Yes, I did. Did you step on a bug? Yes. What type of a bug? (laughs) Why would you do that? I don't think it's ever going to come back that you stepped on a bug. But I think if you maybe fondled somebody while they were sleeping, you know, that might uh, that might come back and bite you. Like we just talked to Frank Santos and was mentioning uh, some uh, comedians who were canceled. And he made the uh, statement, just don't fall asleep around comedians. What do you want me to say? <laughs> so so you'd be a little you, you could be a little too light and fast, I think, with the with the concept of cancel culture there's 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 definitely good side to bringing a level of accountability uh in a in a i guess uh using a forum to to use instances as an example to prevent future behavior do you think that plays a factor at all how come harvey weinstein didn't get canceled didn't he though i mean not really i mean his movies are still out his studio still operates The, the money's still going into that account so but isn't well, he in prison? Uh, he's in jail. Well, he, but he's a he, I mean, he's a criminal and he committed crimes. But, it only took about 20 years to put him there, though. But I think I think Me Too grabbed him before that. I think before Me Too, cancel culture. I, I, I think Me Too kind of morphed a little bit into cancel culture. It's it's kind of the same a little bit, but uh, it's just like the world we're living in. All these new things keep popping up. But Jedi, I agree with you. I don't like the 20, 30 years ago. Do you know who Rowan Atkinson is, Jedi? No. Do you know who Miss? You guys know who Mr. Bean is, right? Love oh yeah. <laughs> he basically said he compared cancel culture to to a medieval mob looking for someone to burn, and basically the mob takes no prisoners and it doesn't care how long ago you made the offensive comments. And one of the things that's really messed up is people will celebrate the canceling more than. Uh, their work so say meryl streep or something got canceled people would care about that more than like all of her oscars or whatever there's a lot of that i think in our culture right now and one of the things i think i was saying in the last show with frank was that the cancel culture it's almost a symptom of the narcissism that's growing in this country uh it's a very narcissistic me 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 my opinion is the top opinion that's all that matters is what i think uh, and, and it's on me to uh, to put you in your place and to tell everyone around you, you know, to cancel you and and uh, and make you suffer the consequences like I'm in charge here. You know, they're taking the power 
people, I mean people with phones, they're taking the power that used to belong to influencers or celebrities or people that were previously unattainable, and, uh, and they're able to take that back and, and say, like, end whoever's career overnight, right? Yeah, but right. that's why we don't have comedy, because of cancel culture. You feel like comedy's really taking a hit and we, we can't enjoy comedy the way we used to? I think people are more selective in their material. They don't want to say things anymore. Uh, they're afraid of the blowback. They, you know, need to earn a living. So they tone their act down. You know what I'm saying? If oh, I for say sure. It. I think we definitely see that in, in, in areas like SNL, for example. SNL, when I was a kid or when I was like a teenager in the 90s, that was like must-see TV, right, Todd? Didn't you go to parties and people were like, yeah, put SNL on. I want to see SNL, right? Because I had Chris Farley oh, and you know, I had those those great heavy hitters and a lot of that subject material you couldn't do today. And the, the show was like dominant. And you look at it today. It is it's fucking unwatchable. I don't know if you've even tried or you would even have an idea who these kids are right. that are on the show anymore. But it is f completely fucking unwatchable. It's like a it's like a watered down groundlings almost. Uh, it's like a, it's like a shell, basically. Now. Uh, Joe, I want you to pull up Justine Sacco's tweet. This was before cancel culture existed. Jedi, you want to give that tweet a read? Going to oh. Africa. Hope oh. I don't get AIDS. Just kidding. I'm white. <laughs> what a funny girl. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's the problem with Twitter. Everyone thinks they're so fucking funny and no one's funny. <laughs> So that is horrible. Is that awful? Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, the, the level of ignorance is just off. It, that's it's so, actually. I've always found that tweet to be kind of satirical. I think she was. It's almost so over the top, right, Joe? It's like you wouldn't even believe yeah. it. Like, oh, just kidding. I'm white. Right. No, I mean, I, I again, I think she's trying to more or less highlight the fact that, uh, you know, AIDS is, is a disease that greatly affects Africans and, and African-Americans over uh, most other populations. I, I think she was trying to be smart and funny there. Uh, and then, of course, her life was ruined and she got. Canceled. So, so, Joe, you know that story, right? Oh, very so, well. Seamus, this is it's actually kind of funny how it happened. She was doing a flight from. Uh, the United States to, to Cape Town, South Africa. She was on a layover in Heathrow Airport, and she did that tweet, and then she just shut her phone off and went for an 11-hour flight. Meanwhile, while she was in the air, the biggest shitstorm ever was happening. <laughs> so it became viral with the hashtag um, has uh, what was her name again? Justine? Has Justine landed yet? So wow. people were People were going crazy. People said, seriously, I want to go home, but everyone at the bar is so into has Justine landed yet. It got tens of thousands of tweets. Wow. And then they said, is anyone in Cape Town that can take a picture of her when she gets off the airplane? Joe, do you have that picture of her opening up her phone? Or I think she just got on her phone. That's when she first found out. She landed on the tarmac. She flips her phone on and it's like going crazy. She got a text saying, I'm sorry to see what's happening. <laughs> and then someone said, you need to call me immediately. So she's like, what is going on? I like, mean, you got to be kind of a dope to not see how that's not going to land, right? Right. And the most she ironic had a, thing By is, the way, yeah. she had 170 followers on right, Twitter. Right, right, right. That's she a good hit, point. She hit send. <laughs> and within a few minutes before she shut her phone, nothing had happened. Nobody responded. Nobody replied. She turned off the phone, boarded the next flight, and then woke up 11 hours later. 
to the shitstorm Todd's about to tell you about. And, and, and how? Joe, how could somebody with 160 followers hit this many people? Oh, that, that can definitely happen with tweets and retweets and likes, and all of a sudden it pops up to the top of Twitter. I saw something on Twitter the other day. It brought me right to it, and the person only had a few followers, but it had it was something like, please pray for me. My mom died, and for some reason it just kind of went viral, and everyone was liking it, and it just kind of like flips to the top with the algorithm. And the ironic thing, Joe, did you ever hear about this uh, girl's dad? Uh, well, yeah, I forget the. Well, basically, when when she was born, South Africa is huge into ra- huge racism, so he moved her out of that that like so she wouldn't be around that type of stuff to the U.S. And then her father said, "I'm so incredibly ashamed of her. She's a fucking idiot." That's what he said. Wow, her <laughs> own dad. And, and <laughs> Je- Jedi, uh, we always say this: you're not on Twitter, obviously, right? <laughs> No. So the thing is, not only do people think they're so funny, that's all that's all Twitter is. Everyone thinks they're a comedian, but it is kind of addicting getting likes. So you you want to do something that's going to get likes. I mean, I know every once in a while I'll make a comment and it's like, ooh, like 30 people dislike that. You know what it's like, Seamus, right? You can see how people get addicted to that. Well, you know, I'm a like and retweet whore on, on Twitter, uh, right. Seamus Ignoramus, uh, at uh, I, I am Rob79 uh, on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for a little while, giving out pics and commenting on things and throwing out a couple of funny lines here and there. But it would never strike me to say, hey, isn't it cool that I'm white and you're not? Like, that's just, <laughs> it's, it's just, you, you've got to be somebody somewhat unsophisticated and dull in terms of your cognitive development to not understand where there's a line or, you know, that's not even funny. I, no. I don't. It's like you said, it's a lot of people that don't really have a funny bone that assume because they don't have an audience that they can just say whatever they want. But they actually do have an audience. It's literally everyone. Well, she had also made a comment uh, a couple of years earlier that was unearthed after this shitstorm hit where she wrote, I had sex, a sex dream about an autistic kid last night. Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Who hasn't had that? Again, though, you know, she's she's trying to be satirical. She's trying to be funny and 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 that's in the in the in a satire sense. And I I think uh, one of the hardest things about satire is if you don't know it's it's what it is, it comes across as some of the meanest, most ignorant shit you'll ever hear in your life. And when you have 170 Twitter followers and no one knows who you are. You just come across as an ignorant racist. She right. should have called herself an ignoramus, and that would have given her an out. Yeah. So, but should you lose your job? She was a PR person, and all sorts of PR people. Her her company was for OK Cupid, Vimeo, and people that worked in her company are like, I don't want to be associated with this person. I, I don't know. I think it's like a. T- this was before cancel culture, by the way. This was 2013. I oh. think she should be able to earn a living. I mean, I know she said you know, some stupid yeah. things, but to take away her livelihood so she can't even survive. Is I that know. fair? Definitely, it definitely goes. I'm just, I'm just fascinated that somebody with 170, like, what am I doing wrong that I can't reach that many people? Like, what's the most racist thing I should say? I'm going to do it right now. I'm going to get on. No, don't. Hold on. <laughs> no, but I'm very frustrated. I've only reached like 500 people. It turns out it's have to make a really bad joke about being white. Hold I, on. I'm not defending her. I'm not defending her right. actions. It's just, you know, in a general state, should people lose their jobs? Yeah. Well, yeah, I, I think um, for her, yes, because she's in PR. 
and sucks at her job. Uh, I think that's that's a bad public. That's a public relations nightmare. So yeah, You're right. That, yes, that I think you know. Again, it's like certain jobs. It really it really hits home. The funny thing is, is her family, um, in just family in South Africa, who are part of the African National Congress, uh, which is the party of Nelson Mandela. And uh, again, that whole side wow. of the family basically disowned her uh, and said that she tarnished their their reputation with that idiotic racist comment. So she uh, was getting hit from a lot of her family members uh, who didn't didn't get the joke. So Nelson Mandela, Joe, do you think it's Fruit Loops O O T? I've been messing with all sorts of people with that one, by the way. Really? Oh yeah. What about Fruit of the Loom? <laughs> and the is there a cornucopia? <laughs> I've been going around Walmart's drawing cornucopias on all the Fruit of the Loom. <laughs> I want to make that a reality. I'm not happy with no cornucopias on our underwear, Joe. So, Jedi, I picked that story first because out of all the stories, you know, we text like all the time and at least once a day, we're like, did you see this last cancel? Right. We, ha we hate cancel culture, but that's like the one you could almost... I almost agree with. I mean, I I'm, I agree with you though. Like taking away someone's job and benefits, that's just don't try to be funny. You know, leave yeah, that exactly. to funny people. That's the thing. If you're gonna if you're gonna say something, be funny. I think that's the number one rule in comedy. You can right. say whatever you want, but it's got to be funny. It's got to be relatable. It has to land. And if you don't, if you don't know what you're doing, you're taking your life into your hands. What can I say? Look at look at Norm Macdonald. Norm Macdonald was a comedian yeah. for like 40, 40 years. You know, and, and he comes out, you know, in support of publicly comes out in support of the victims of, uh, of sexual assault, like pretty much across the board and talks about how, oh, you know, oh, that's not the worst thing. Yeah, these people lost their careers. That's way worse than what they dealt with. And now he's gone. Um, yeah. So <laughs> you got to just you got to have some uh, sense of, of, of what not to say now. I think I think we've, we at least understand that there's right. a, a very basic line that you don't cross. Yeah, what, what I'm hoping is this sends a message and then cancel culture will kind of end. And then going forward, people will be like, you know what? I just can't can't be an idiot. Do you, do you want to talk about the girl in Central Park, Amy, Amy Cooper? Yeah, this this is this is one of the more popular ones. I think everybody's heard of this one. So basically what Todd's about to play you or what Joe's going to play you is is this this woman. I understand what she had a dog in a in a, a park, but the dog was off a leash and the gentleman who began filming her was upset with her because the dog was off a leash and he, he was birding. Yes. Did you know that yes. this is a thing? He's birding. Uh, so he's, he's looking at birds and they call it birding as a verb. It's not obnoxious, but the, he's out there birding and he's upset that she's got the dog off the leash. He starts filming her and, and this is what she says. Come close to me. Sir, I'm asking you to stop recording. Please, please don't come off. close to me. Please take your phone off. Please don't come close to me. Please, please call the cops. Please call the cops. I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life. I'm sorry, I'm in the ramble, and there is a man, African-American, he has a bicycle helmet. He is recording me and threatening me and my dog. There is an African-American man, I am in second part. He is recording me and threatening myself and my, and my dog. There's a black man on the loose. He's got me. He's looking at me, and he's black, and he's here, and I have a dog, and he's black, and I'm here. 
so a Jedi, basically in a world we live in right now where everything is racist, that actually is really racist. Yes. That's I, really I, bad. I am this on the side of the birder or birding guy or whatever yeah, exactly. and, called it. And basically, um, and so Seamus, what do we say? He's he basically like said she shouldn't lose her job, right? Well, so he's an African American birder. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think he's, uh, he's a bit more of a gentle type that, uh, you know, maybe wants to be, uh, take this a, a more holistic approach and look at this from both sides. I commend him really. I mean, he, he definitely has every right to be bullshit and I'm sure he was. Um, but I think he saw what happened to this woman afterwards. Um, and she certainly learned her lesson. I mean, there's no, there was, there was a time when racism just was, was commonplace. And now this woman is obviously an ignoramus and saying the wrong things. And, uh, and he's seeing her whole life just basically come to a complete end. She loses her job. People are unfriending her. Her social circle is diminished to like nothing. And he felt bad. And it was kind of cool hearing him be compassionate. Do we hear, do we have that clip? I don't think we have that clip, but he's just like the best guy in the world yeah. <laughs> to have that much compassion and like take the high road. I don't think I could do something like that. Birders are typically compassionate people. Yeah. Now, speaking of birders, have you guys ever seen the movie The Big Year? No. Is it a birding movie? Yes. It's oh. with, Jack, with Jack Black. And basically there is a birding competition every year. It's called the, it's called, it's called the big year. And you basically keep track of how many birds, if you hear a bird or you see it, you mark it down and people will like travel all over the country, even though it's just for the prestige, there's no money in it or anything like that. It's pretty cool. Well, I I know you can memorize things, Todd, because you did that with pornography. (laughs) So what if instead of porn stars, we switch to birds and maybe calm you down a little bit? What do you think? So, you know about the Mike Lindell, obviously, everyone must know about that. He backed Trump and about 20 uh, retailers dumped him after he basically said that he supported Trump. He makes racist pillows. (laughs) (laughs) I got to be honest. I thought those pillows and those commercials were stupid long before I knew he was (laughs) Trump. I was already all set with that guy. I have one, but aren't they like super expensive? Yeah, I, I mean it. It's it, it. It seems like it. I like the idea. I just. I, I mean, literally. And again, I see this long before he was friends with Trump. The first time I saw him on a commercial, I thought, "Who is this scumbag? <laughs> he looks like he smells." And I didn't want. Uh, I just didn't feel like those pillows were going to be any good. I have to think that was good for business, though. Even coming out and so because that's all people talk to. Yeah. Right. So. So I think he wins. Well, yeah, he wasn't, what you think of Trump or, or or anything? I'm I'm obviously not a fan, but and, and I didn't buy any of his pillows. But I I, I think he wins. The fact that we're still talking about my pillow guy, uh, there's no way that fanatics are not going out and making sure that all of their kids are are not you know sleeping with right. that pillow. Right, Rob. I think your neighbors have a bunch of my pillows. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're having a my pillow fight right now. I think I can hear them. <laughs> They're reenacting the Capitol insurgents right now with pillows. <laughs> no, you get back. No, you get back. We're taking this place. You go ahead. Whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Uh, yeah. But he, yeah, he, he didn't get canceled. He just kind of lost some retailers. But he did end up opening up his facility to make masks, didn't he? He's, he's the guy who made the masks. I, I you know, if yeah, he did, yeah. 
if he did, I think power to him. That's that's obviously a good thing to. Uh, I'm shocked to think that he believes uh, masks would even work. Well, this was <laughs> no, this this was at the very very beginning stages. Well, at the very very beginning stages, Trump was making fun of people for wearing masks. So that's why Joe's saying that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, he only yeah, stopped yeah. recently making fun of people. I remember one of the last months he was in office. Like, I see Joe. And he's got a mask that's the size of his whole face. You can't even see him. Joe Biden, huge mask. Unbelievable. No mask here. And he was very proudly not wearing the mask. So so let me ask you guys a question, because Joe and Seamus know a lot more about politics than we do, Jedi. I, I think. know, right? right let's, just, let, let's say Trump won, because I'm just like, I've always wondered this. Trump won. Everything was the same. The vaccine was going around. Do you mm-hmm. think all the conservatives would be like, oh, this vaccine's great? And the liberals would be like, I'm not taking that. Do you of think course. It, yeah, yes. I think That's so, too. how fucking pathetic we are yes. as a country. Yeah. I, exactly I want to think not, but I think you're absolutely spot on, Todd. Yeah, I, I think there's a, there's we we have... We have fallen for some sort of a trap here where we are very evenly split down the middle and and there is really no middle ground. There's no nuance of discussion. It's very broad, straight, broad stroked, black and white, uh, Neanderthal, dull, uh, no real, um, you know, uh, conversation of substance to be had. Just just battle lines have been drawn and we've both sides have been sucked into it. So I I. I'd love to see us come together on something as important as the vaccine, but you're probably right. If it was, if Trump was pro mask and pro vaccine, there would probably be a bunch of people on the left that'd be like, "What's this guy up to?" Here's yeah. the here's the hard irony there too. Just the other day, President, former President Trump, I should say, was in Alabama and was on stage, and he said, "You know what? All jokes aside, guys, he's like, you really should get your shots." And the crowd started booing his ass. Is that right? If Trump went on the on the 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 war path for the next couple of weeks and he went and did his big uh, arena shows and he was like, guys, no, really, it's real. Wear a mask, get a shot. Oh, man. He'd be at a hundred percent tomorrow. All right, let's get off this. I'm sorry I brought that up, but um, all right. So actually, Seamus, when you know that the girl, both their names are Cooper, by the way. I think it was Chris Cooper and Amy Cooper with the the racist the porn stars or the um, <laughs> but- birds. I want to see how good I want to see how good your stern trivia is. That was in Ramble Park. Did that ring a bell? Oh, the Brambles, <laughs> yes. The Brambles. <laughs> oh so they, my. They always George call the, here. Yeah. They, yes. uh, it's funny. I have George Takei in my notes. Basically, I've been in the Brambles many times. Yeah. Jedi, <laughs> Jedi, Jedi and Joe, there's a place called Ramble Park, but for some weird reason. Howard Stern calls it the Brambles. That's where like a bunch of gay people just meet up for random <laughs> sex. And it, it's like in Central Park or whatever. But just a little side note, because every episode we had to bring up at least one second of Howard yes. Stern. <laughs> there were encounters. We had several encounters. Have you ever heard? So, so uh, it's what, a very good you... impression, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know who we're talking about, right? The Star Trek guy, George Takei. He's like he's like such a cool guy. You love yeah. that guy so much. He's such a good um, ambassador for the LGBTQ community because he's like oh, yeah. like who doesn't love that guy? And he talks yeah. about his relationship and all that stuff. And he's made a couple of he made a couple of faux pas, and I think he was almost canceled for a minute for saying something 
crazy was it do you remember what it was because i know he had that that play about japanese internment camps yeah, and yeah. he might have said something likening something to the holocaust i, I don't know so i could totally see that because i know about the internment camps with him but um all right so off of howard um gina carano was a mandalorian actress which is part of disney this is the thing i have fake facebook accounts if i ever want to write anything <laughs> <laughs> where like there might be like a, a way someone could be offended. Because, Todd like, has a lot of things said. He's got yeah. fake accounts, passports. He's got buried money in the desert. Yeah. He's got disguises. <laughs> but why this girl works for Disney? She wrote on social media, being being a Republican in 2021 is similar to being Jewish during Nazi Germany. Like, <laughs> how, what are you doing? You should be canceled just for being so stupid. Now, is who is she? Is she just somebody? Just, she's well, another MMA fighter, right? No, she's, she's an MMA no, fighter. No, 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 no. Disney, Disney actress. Disney actress. Okay. She well, used I mean, to fight. They, they don't I, really I don't, want oh, to be famous yet. Did, did she Jedi? I don't know. I don't yeah, know I her. She, she used to fight. Is that right? So she does. She does kids stuff with Disney, and she beats the shit out of women on the side. Do, do you know about that, Joe? Gina, Gina Carano. Never maybe give, yeah, yeah. maybe give it a look real quick. Yeah, Gina it's, Carano. Uh, she was the star. Right, right on. Uh, yeah, I'm almost positive. Mandalorian uh, Jedi. Jedi's good with like the fighting and stuff like that. Yeah, she competed in Elite XC and Strike Force. You're correct. Yeah. Wow. Could you take her, Jedi? <laughs> no, I don't think so. If no you got mad enough. <laughs> <laughs> if, she, if she challenged your uh, your your strong vaccine beliefs, do you think you could beat the shit out of her? Could you beat me? You could probably beat me up if I bring that up again. Oh man! So the thing I don't like about cancel culture, and it, this is the stuff that drives me crazy. Remember, Seamus? I think about a month ago, I was like out having a drink, and I texted you. I'm like, hopefully we're all dead soon. You're like, oh, that makes a nice Christmas card. <laughs> because I was reading these cancel culture things, and the thing that drives me crazy is if you're on the left, you're completely safe. Uh, Matt Damon can say uh, something. No, no. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't no, say that. Not. I think maybe when it comes to some of the recent political stuff, yeah. But uh, no, there there have been a lot of people who have been uh, well known to be associated with the the liberal party and the left wing uh, party. There are celebrities that have been canceled for. I think of Kevin Spacey off the top of my head. There's a bunch of people that. No, 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 no. But Kevin Spacey and like Al Franken, that's like before the rules kind of changed. There became you think the like. Rules no, it totally did. There became a point where all of a sudden you're Howard Stern. You you paint your face black, and it's like, oh no 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 no. But I, I'm I'm on the left. Okay, you're you're good. Scott Bayo paints mm. his face black. You're done. Matt Damon. I don't, says, I don't buy that. That you're, no, you're no, that's no. that's your. I think you read very skewed media. I don't I don't think that's true at all. The, it, you know, you and I had a conversation the other night where you you expressed to me you're surprised that the left and right are both shocked by cancel culture. Um, nobody likes it. No, neither side likes it. Right, this isn't right. a liberal or democratic thing. This is, this is a small band of fucking idiots who piss and moan about everything. You know, I, I left. I remember over the summer we had, uh, you know, should Eminem be canceled became a fucking hot topic. And I thought we had this conversation in 98 and we were right. like, fuck <laughs> it. If you like it, listen to it. If you don't listen right. to something else. It, well, it's, it's this generation of fucking crybabies, right? Yeah. 
right? Here's, here's, I'll give you a, an even better one. You don't know this, but liberal millennials think that the Gen X liberals of the 90s were fucking assholes for supporting the Clintons because the Clintons were actually the ones that sued the Justice Department to uh, enforce the Defense of Marriage Act. That's very that, convenient that since they were like three the, years literally old. Literally, the Clintons were the ones that were trying to stop mm-hmm. gay marriage. So right. this whole country's bullshit. The, the whole politics of this country. I'll give you one better. After um, uh, In 99, after Columbine, the NRA uh, offered, Wayne LaPierre offered to do background checks, close the straw man loophole. After Sandy Hook happened right here where I live, and it's real, by the way. Um, <laughs> We're doing promise that next you week. all that. Promise you all that. Uh, after after uh, Sandy Hook happened, President Obama said, you know what? We need universal background checks. We need to close that straw man loophole. And Wayne LaPierre was like, fuck you. Dude, that was your idea from like 10 years ago. What do you mean, fuck you? That was your idea. But when it came out of somebody else's mouth, it was the worst thing that ever happened. It's yeah, all it's, bullshit. Left and right, dude. Whichever wing you are, same bird. Don't people, fall for that shit. Here's what here's what I derive is people want to be part of a community. It's people yes. human beings are social beings yes. by nature anyway. So you want to be part of a tribe. So if you don't go along exactly with what the tribe is saying, then you're kind of like, you know, on your own. Nobody wants to be floating around in the ether. They want to either be you know, cracking Coors Lights and, and waving Trump flags and, and, and flying down the highway in an ATV, or they, uh, or they want to be, uh, you know, uh, embracing cancel culture and doing all these things that are associated with the left and, and all of that stuff. So I, I, I understand that, you know, we're, we're divided in, in a lot of ways. Uh, it's, I just think that we're playing into this much larger plan where we need to really take a step back and see what is happening to us and, and, and understand that we're not so different, actually. Yeah. Bill Maher um, is the perfect example of this. Oh, Bill yeah. Maher, a few months ago, did this great bit about, listen, no one's going anywhere. Left, right, whichever side you're on, we got to figure out a way to get together. And my brother, uh, who leans a little further right than I do, sent it to me. And he was like, this is great. No one's talking about this shit. I tried to play it for some liberal friends of mine who were like, he's an Islamophobe. Fuck Bill Maher. I tried playing it for some of my conservative friends. They were like, fuck that liberal douchebag. And that's where we are. We're, we're mm-hmm. so stuck because There's no middle we, all ground. Fuckings, we all know everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I, I find it funny. The one thing Bill Maher offends liberals with is he's Islamophobic. Ever since 9-11, dude, he's like, wipe those fuckers off the planet. Dennis Miller, too. And Dennis for that reason, that right, reason. for that reason, there is a whole brand of liberals that will not yeah. listen to a word he has to say. Well, right. did you notice recently Bill Maher is calling out liberals like every week? Mo- he does like, it all the time. I He's know. been doing it his entire yeah. career, dude. Yeah. This is the difference between the left and the right. That on the left, yeah. they call bullshit out when it happens. The right never does. And again, <laughs> as someone who's been involved in the right wing media and has been a purveyor of that for years, they never call out their own bullshit. Ever. Yeah. Don't you think when something like a topic arises, like people are like, okay, I, I'm I'm left, so I have to think this way instead of just thinking for yourself. I hate the other, that. The other beauty of Donald Trump yeah. is yeah. Donald Trump is a liberal-minded person. The first time they asked him about transgender rights, he said, I don't give a shit. You wherever you want to go. Go whatever well, he was a registered you want to. Democrat until he ran before, for president. Before the day was over, Mitch McConnell called President Trump <laughs> on the phone and was like, No, 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 no. 
and that next day, Donald Trump was very much anti-transgender uh, <laughs> rights. Uh, no, Donald, we don't do the gays. Mm-mm. Yeah, but there you go. But Seamus, as much as you don't like Trump, what were we talking about earlier? You agree with him on cancel culture. What was that that he said? Well, I don't want to paint this picture that I'm just, you know, vehemently against Trump for some, you know, petty reason. I'm not against Republicans or the Republican Party. I'm against the culture that I believe was facilitated by the Trump administration. And, And more than anything, the thing that irks me is the lack of accountability, right? It's this every single day we're lying about it could be something trivial like the size of your inauguration or it could be, oh, we're going to lie about, you know, whether or not the uh, pandemic is a Democrat hoax and you're going to support crazy disinformation campaigns and you're going to tell conspiracy theories. And we're just supposed to throw our hands up and say, well, you know, it's fine. That emanates throughout the, the the entire country, where people now think bad behavior is normalized. You know, you can now say hurtful, mean, nasty things to people, and the president does the same thing. Hell, the president makes fun of a, a guy that's meant, you know handicapped. So, I mean, there's really no oh, there's really no cultural um, bar that's been set anymore, where people are you know striving to be better. <laughs> better folks that are, you know, both humble and, 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 and understand, you know, that there's personal responsibility to, 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 to be the best person you can be for yourself and for your neighbor. I have experience dealing with some people that are, you know, big Trump supporters and, and we've had run-ins in my biggest uh, issue with everything that we've gone through. And I'm talking about my neighbors uh, is that there's just no accountability, right? There is no uh, without going into details, there wasn't anybody, you know, forthcoming and, and, and being apologetic and saying, yes, I did that. I'm I'm embarrassed to say that I did that. Uh, it's it's the very combative. I didn't do anything. It wasn't me. Well, I didn't. I already said I was sorry. I didn't do it. Uh, it's very, you know, pushback. Like there's there's just it's just me protecting myself and what I didn't do. And, and you know, uh, I didn't cheat on my tax returns. And, you know, I didn't lose the election. It was stolen. Uh, uh, I didn't, you know, it's always a fucking excuse. And I just don't like where this country is headed as a result of that example that's been set. That's okay. it. it. It could be coming from anybody. If it was coming from the left, that's, that's, that's awful right. too. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you're doing to influence society to misbehave, I'm against that. Yeah, Social I mean, media yeah. has, a, you know, played a big part in that. I mean, people can be anonymous. There's no accountability. People people can hide behind false accounts. You know, I mean, yeah. there's no consequences either. So that's why I think, you know, people who want to belong, they see. I mean, some people really think that that's their real friend. Their Facebook <laughs> friends are their real friends. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think we should get back. My to friends? Yeah. <laughs> we should get back. to the We don't have 534 <laughs> friends. <can I? laughs> Shut up. I'm very good friends with uh, Kristen Askland, who I went to second grade with her. And Heather Brady Fitzpatrick, I think, was a semi-attractive girl I was interested in but was too afraid to ask out my junior year. Uh, Yeah, all these people are very close to me, Jed. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) So... I was going to say one more political thing, but I feel like it will like open up a can of worms and we'll never get I think there's a lot of material here politically. (laughs) Uh, Well, I I just want to say one quick thing. Jedi, you think it's like 
insanity that those people that went to the Capitol are like in solitary confinement, right? Do you really I, you I think that that's too harsh a, of a penalty for 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 storming the Capitol? I, and I, I thought they got like a twenty five dollar well, ticket well, and go home the same day. That's well, look at it. <laughs> you know what? What are the laws? You know, people who are mass murderers are in solitary confinement, right? Yeah. Well, so now you're going to justify that, you know, we're, we're too light on some people and we should just be light on everybody. But I'm I, I not think justifying any, anything. I'm just saying, you know, what what is fair or what would you want them, you know, be in jail for well, two years? I think if you're infiltrating the most sacred oh, institution God, of our of our democracy, then you should have severe repercussions because. Just symbolically speaking, what you're doing is is that's a really dangerous, slippery slope where we're just going to decide to take matters into our own hands when, you know, the Constitution doesn't suit us. And now we're what going to what's the next thing we're going to take up arms against our government if, you know, like like it's the it's the Revolutionary War, you know, because we don't like the, the new senator or the new. You know, it, where does it end? Where does it end? What about uh? So we get Aunt Jemima. Paw Patrol was canceled because I think I don't know they're police dogs or something. Yeah, but it wasn't. Again, it's not still on TV. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think they wanted think to they cancel pulled, it, like they, an episode that like highlighted. Though, again, that's stupid. Why are you teaching kids to fear the cops? <laughs> <laughs> that's what you're doing. You're trying to convince kids that that the cops are bad. I don't. I don't think that's right either. Pep, Pep did, they, did, uh, did Chase get on the case a little too aggressively? <laughs> what happened with Paw Patrol? I'm a little behind on that one. Listen, he was oh. frisking a suspect. The guy flinched and he bit him. Okay. You know, and he popped him. What dogs will do. Did he tell him to stop resisting and, and uh, he sat on his neck? Is that what happened? Like, just comply, buddy. And it'll all go easy for you. <laughs> Pepe, Le- Woof. Pepe Le Pew got canceled because he was like flirting with the female customer or something. Oh, see, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think, um, I think a, a cartoon depiction of a, of a skunk that aggressively assaults uh, female skunks should be cherished for all times. She was always in fear. That's like every, that's like every female's worst nightmare is Pepe Le Pew. That, exactly. that would keep you up at night. If you were yeah, a little girl in the 30s like, watching so- Peppy Le Pew didn't get canceled. They left him no. out of the, the Space Jam movie because yeah, they yeah, couldn't work a scene yeah. in for a, a rapey skunk. My favorite, though, was the what's the the lady, the bird, the, the bunny rabbit, the chick bunny. What's her name? Barb uh, Babs. Babs. Good call. So, right, she, I guess she had a little shape to her, some boobs and a nice little butt in the first movie. And they decided this time through just to make her a regular rabbit. And people were flipping the fuck out about it. I don't know. I don't know why you need a hot rabbit in the movie. But I mean, what's wrong with a little bit of cleavage on your rabbits, Joe? <laughs> I um, we're trying to sell movies. I just saw it today because Jedi, our phones listen to us so much. I got a thing today on. I went to Google underneath those ads saying Steve Carell got canceled. I'm so I hate that asshole because they did a diversity episode on. It's the best episode of The Office. By a fucking they canceled Steve Carell because of The Office? Fucking leftists. Peacock, yeah. They're, they are no longer... Uh, it's the one only one episode of The Office. Uh, it'll no longer be... Uh, it's literally the funniest episode. And Larry Wilbon, the black comedian, was in it. And the whole idea, again, it's satire about diversity training. It's a brilliant episode. It's hilarious. And I'm outraged that it's been... 
it's mm-hmm. been taken That's off. That's When comedy is done correctly, that is the artistic license that should allow us to say whatever we want, whether it's right or wrong. That needs to be a sacred space. I don't agree with anything uh, canceled. That is funny. If it's funny, let it stand. But but you notice, and Todd just said it, I've seen a lot of people on the right don't like Steve Carell, so they're all right with that cancellation. Which, again, <laughs> I, I mean, it's a, like the hypocrisy oh, is the charts on that. Because I, I just want to see one. That's it. Well, there's one. That, so that, that's fine. fine. I mean, Matt Damon. Just... I'll I give you another hundred examples. Dude, the Matt Damon thing. Matt Damon said what we all do, right? Right. That's what we do. Matt Damon <laughs> basically said that's what he does in his real life. And his daughter was like, cut the shit. And he was like, I yeah. will. And right. again, this is liberals with a stick up their ass. Yeah. Oh, my God. Matt Damon says shit in private. Yeah, motherfuckers. We all do. We all know we do. Why are we yeah. pretending we don't? We're not going to cancel people for shit that they say on their free time. I think we could um, all agree with that. No, he didn't get canceled or anything. But, like, why would you do that? Why would you incriminate yourself so badly for no reason? Because he's a liberal and he thought he could just say what he wanted. And people would be like, he's so nuanced. And, like, that's great. He used to be kind of a dick, but now he's reformed. Here's the other thing, though, that those are words. Those are just words. Those are just words said if they're not directed at anybody in a context. They're fucking words. Stop your bitching, everybody. It's a word. It means a lot of other things. It's it's, it's got multiple yeah, meanings. Um, and there's been a lot of kind of back and forth uh, of whether or not these people, these celebrities are, are right or are they just threatened? Are they threatened by this now that they realize they are one tweet away from being completely Louis C.K.'d? Are they just paranoid? Um, you know, do they feel like, hey, this was my power at one time and now you're taking it from me? Yeah, I think we all really don't like cancel culture in the end. Stupid. Sucks. Very good. <laughs> I, that's you said it all. Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> well, Marks, the end is here once again. I hope you like our passionate discussion on mm. cancel culture. Please check us out on Clover Karis Media, Facebook and Instagram. Good night. If that doesn't earn a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, I don't know what will. You need to go out there and let everybody know. Really help our show out by giving us a five-star review so that we can uh, stay on and, and make Todd uncomfortable.